This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Uh, a story that I saw earlier this week, and I thought, you know, we've, we've followed this. This is a new development. Let's get up to speed on it. And that is Bill C-11. You know that one? Uh, we've had a lot of controversy around it. Canada's Online Streaming Act and regulating that. Well, the United States has con- some concerns. And earlier this week, the embassy um, said they're worried that it could discriminate against American companies. An embassy spokeswoman said officials are holding consultations with businesses about how Bill C-11 could affect them. They say, quote, We have concerns it could impact digital streaming services and discriminate against U.S. businesses. Part of me says, so what? (laughs) Then then don't come here. But anyway, we'll see. Maybe I'm taking it too far. Let's find out uh, what the concerns are and how Canada should react. We're going to chat with Mark Froese, who's a professor of political science and the founding director of the International Studies Program at Berman University. Uh, Mark, thanks for being here. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Listen, first of all, what 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 are, what are the concerns? I mean, I'm sure they have some legitimate concerns, saying that this Canadian law could drastically impact American business. That's that's it in a nutshell, right? Yeah, I mean, what really happens is the uh, streaming platforms are global, so they don't really want to see a lot of countries introducing regulation that's going to limit the way that they they react to their business environment because they're looking at a global business environment, not just a Canadian one. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're facing a lot of questions about how they run their businesses. We're seeing questions about Facebook and and, and, uh, spending on news in Australia, uh, taxation of of, uh, social media platforms in France. And, of course, here in Canada, we're looking at how to protect Canadian content and promote Canadian voices which is something that is not new. We've been doing this since the 1970s in Canada. Right. Uh, but now, of course, uh, the Americans are a bit concerned that this will somehow impact the business model of streaming platforms. Well, and this is the thing, and you're absolutely right. All these platforms, you know, they've been sort of operating in this space where for a long time there was zero regulation. They did what they wanted to do. Now governments and people, frankly, are starting to look up a little more and say, whoa, 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 whoa. we need to do something to sort of put some guardrails up. Um, so I'm not surprised that they would say, you know, this isn't good because it, it changes what they're doing and any restriction is going to be, uh, there's going to be some pushback. But I mean, th- isn't that just the cost of doing business, perhaps? Yeah, I mean, really, it is. And I think um, the Americans kind of understand that because while they're pushing on this before the bill becomes law, I think one of the reasons that they are is because I don't see a huge case to be made at the CUSMA. I've, I've done okay. a lot of reading of, of uh, you know, these sorts of uh, digital trade chapters, and I see that Canada has negotiated some carve-outs that would make it easy for us to defend this kind of practice. So I think they're just kind of registering displeasure because for the United States, the competitive advantage that they have in digital trade actually comes from a particular sort of low regulation model in which they protect their platforms from a lot of interference. And gotcha. So they have an, in- an interest there. So you don't anticipate this ending up being a, a fight through the courts or anything like that? It's probably just um, this kind of, you know, um, pushback and, and, and hopefully that's the end of it. Uh, or do you think they could actually take this up in some sort of formal challenge? Oh, I mean, it's entirely possible. 
Uh, Canada and the U.S. have gone back and forth on many of these formal challenges over the years. You know, I was reminding uh, somebody else the other day that the first time Canada uh, and the U.S. clashed over this kind of thing at an international trade tribunal, I think it was back in 1997, which was 25 years ago now. So um, there's a long history here of Canada enacting policy that is designed to um, uh, promote Canadian culture and uh, there being some pushback. We've lost some cases, we've won some cases, and that's the cost of, you know, operating in a globalized environment. Now, if you're the Canadian government and you're putting together this Bill C-11, how much impact should you let this United States dissatisfaction have? I mean, we're we're running a country here. I mean, okay, uh, I understand that you have some issues around it, but we're going to do what's right for Canada. I mean, how important is this sort of disagreement? Well, I mean, think of it this way. Is there ever anybody in Ottawa who will not take a phone call from the U.S. presidential administration? Probably not. Nobody. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I think uh, Canadians take American concerns seriously, but I don't think that they are the um, overarching or overriding concern when it comes to making public policy in Canada. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Good stuff. Mark, thanks so much for being here. We'll chat again soon. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.